This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use offer code NOTPLAYING. It's not playing with Lex and Dan. Welcome once again to Not Playing with Lex and Dan. I'm Lex. I am Dan. And as you now know, since you're a devoted and recurrent listener of this program, there are too many movies that Dan and I haven't seen. And on this podcast, we watch them together and share the experience with you. Uh, this... Did I did I sign up for this? You, you did. I don't, I don't remember. I, was, I think I was drunk. So far, uh, I have a, a Heineken light on my desk right now. But this season so far, Dan, we've watched, let me see if I can do this in order, Beverly Hills Cop. Yep. Die Hard. Yeah. UHF. C. Field of Dreams. I ran away. <laughs> and Mannequin. Hi. So we're uh, we're stuck in the eighties, and we're continuing that with a movie that barely got released in the eighties. It's a nineteen eighty nine well, flick. Not unlike at least a couple of our prior ones. Nineteen eighty nine appears to have been a good year for movies that we didn't see because right. we were nine. <laughs> movies that we wanted to see, but that we waited until our thirties to watch. That seems good. That seems fair. Uh, this is a movie that I hear referenced all the time. Okay. Um, and I ha- I have never seen uh, it or its sequel. And which what makes this surprising is that I love time travel, and it's a movie I believe about time travel. You are correct. Yeah. Tell me what you know. This is, so we let's introduce the movie first. It is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, starring Keanu Reeves and another guy, Alex Winter. He's um, not the same guy from the Karate Kid, is he? No, although I think he's now makes documentaries. I think I saw his name on a documentary about something recently. All right. Um, so, okay, what what else? So you, you mentioned time travel and Keanu Reeves. Those are both pretty good. Do you know anything else? Here's what I know. I know that the time travel involves a, uh, a telephone booth. I don't know if you have to go into the booth to travel through time or okay. you summon the t- I don't know. But there's time machine involving a... Uh, time travel involving a phone booth and I believe that George Carlin is in it but my brain wants to say that George Carlin plays God but I think that he plays God in some other movie and not the, I think he plays God in some <laughs> Kevin Smith movie and not okay. in this movie yeah oh no he's uh yeah oh so that's in um he's in Dogma I believe yeah I, which I also haven't seen <laughs> wow okay well maybe for our 90s edition I yeah think that came out in the 90s uh I'm trying so I would imagine that Bill uh, well, I don't know which one is Bill and which one is Ted, actually. But I would imagine that the Keanu Reeves character says, whoa. <laughs> I, yeah, I would be comfortable agreeing with that. Uh, and I I truly think I know nothing else about it. That's pretty good. I think you are in for a pleasant surprise. I, I think I made this bet with you elsewhere, uh, not during this recording, but that y- this would be the movie of that I picked that you would like the most during our first season. Uh, of the movies that I have screened for you so far, which one have you enjoyed the most? Oh, um, I would say, let me think. So we've seen the ones you picked out have been UHF and Mannequin. Yeah, so it's really just a choice of two. It's just neck and neck with them, Lex, right now. i got to be honest. <laughs> neck and neck. All right. I'll keep that in mind because I have to come up with what our next film will be. You do. You do. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out when the uh, we, we talk about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I, uh, I feel like I know that Abraham Lincoln is involved with this movie, but I have no okay. I have right. nothing to base that on. But I've got you're doing, a, you're doing I'll tell you, you're doing pretty well. There's stuff that you know is not that you have not touched upon. But there oh. I think of the stuff that you know, 
you you know you know a pretty good amount. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Like seventy five percent now. I, <laughs> I I pretty much know the movie. I, I don't right. think that it, now this movie came out temporally, I guess after uh, Back to the Future, which I have seen, or yes. at least after the first Back to the Future. Does it follow the rules of Back to the Future? You don't have to tell me. Uh, I mean, time travel, you know, it, it varies from place to place depending on what kind of franchise you're looking at. There are some interesting time Don't you mean here. from time to time? Uh, 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 uh. I, I'll tell you, a friend of mine in high school did a presentation on time travel in our physics class mm. and he cited an example from this movie. So, which happens to be one of my favorite time travel scenes of all time. I'll point it out when we get there. A favorite time travel scene of all time it, is pretty good. It, it, may be seem, it may seem specific, but I will just, I think you... I think I will share it with you when we get there. I, well, I look forward to it. All I right. really, I, I, I think of all the movies we've watched thus far, this is the one about which I know the least. Okay, great. Okay. I, I love it. Let's do this thing. All right. Oh, hey, Lex, before we get underway here, I've got a note from the management that says you want to talk to me about something? Dan, as you may or may not know, this episode is our first not playing episode with a sponsor. Our sponsor? Who is our sponsor, Lex? Well, the episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Maybe you've heard of them. They're the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase at Squarespace, go to squarespace.com and use offer code NOTPLAYING. That's not playing. all one word, N-O-T-P-L-A-Y-I-N-G. That is pretty easy to remember. And you know what else is easy, I hear, uh, building a website with Squarespace? I'll tell you what is not easy. Uh, I've got a, a WordPress blog somewhere else right now, and right now all the pages are just blank. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I know why. It's because you're using WordPress <laughs> instead of using something like Squarespace. I, You know, our, our readers may be wiser than I am. Right. And our readers, yes. Our dear readers here at Not Playing. <laughs> Who read the transcripts of the podcast that we faithfully produce every That's week, right. typing them out. But I, you and I have both suffered the indignities of WordPress and whatnot. And, I mean, you can get those things to work if you're willing to spend countless hours in swear words. But then you go to Squarespace, and I have built sites in Squarespace. And when you build a site using Squarespace, it's just – it's remarkable how painless it is. It really – that's the nice thing because Squarespace, as you may know, sponsors a lot of podcasts. Uh, and it's different from, you know, if like, you know – I don't know, something disgusting and horrible. Like if Dirt and Mud were sponsoring a podcast, you'd be like, man, I guess I'll take their money, but that's very unpleasant to be promoting Mud. But Squarespace, I've used it. It's really good. It works. It gets the job done. Well, we're here to make people's lives easier from uh, you know watching movies to building websites. So I you feel know, like this is providing a service. They're at that exactly right. And Squarespace is constantly improving their platform with new features, new designs, and better support. They offer support 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you wait till next year's Christmas rolls around and you email the support. They're going to answer you because somebody's working every single day let me ask you how much does this magical service cost starts at eight dollars a month and that includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year and don't forget our listeners get 10 percent off that's a pretty good deal because that's that basically is not cheap if you want to sign up for just a domain name period so that's kind of like an extra little bonus there exactly right and uh you should know dan i don't know if you have an iphone or an ipad but every design automatically includes a unique mobile experiences that matches the overall style of your site so it looks great on every device every time even on the touchscreen embedded into my refrigerator absolutely and then here's the best part you can start your free trial with no credit card required okay so just go to squarespace.com use our offer code not playing otherwise dan and i can't get retirement money 10 percent off your first purchase to support not playing thank you to squarespace for supporting not playing yeah you guys are great we appreciate it that not only are is squarespace everything you need to create an exceptional website i would also venture to say they're everything i need to create an exceptional podcast with you oh that's sweet thanks squarespace you guys are great 
So we've uh, advanced our copies of the movie to right after the was it Nelson Entertainment logo. So it's got like a column, like the I assume it's a very Nelson 80s from column. London. Yeah, uh, is faded out to black, and uh, we're gonna hit play after one. So I'm gonna count us in. Three, two, one. I already like this movie movie just based on the music. I don't think Interscope exists anymore. <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at. I right always now. forget the beginning of this movie because it's a little bit unlike some of the rest of it. But it's great. <laughs> I take your word for it. Is this a glacier? Not quite. It's it's a little bit off center, isn't it? Yeah. It's weird. Wow. So Keanu Reeves is already a star. Well, He's... I think this is after Point Break. Okay. Which I've also never seen. I've, I've also never seen. I feel guilty. Hey, Terry Camilleri is in this movie. <laughs> Famous for his rhyming name and his golf swing. Rod Loomis and Daniel Shore, the NPR news anchor. <laughs> <laughs> They probably spent at least one third of the film's budget on this opening sequence. Rufus, that's that's godlike. <laughs> George Carlin is Rufus. I am. Um, now this is pre CGI, I think. So this is like an actual thing they built, I believe. Is that real gold? Yes. <laughs> this the budget for this film was outrageous. <laughs> also, actual time travel was involved in this movie. Wow. Just keeping the video cameras working and the other. Eras was a challenge. Yeah, I tell you. No electricity made it hard. So I don't 100% understand what's happening here. Like, I get that this it's is... It's okay. Reminiscent All will be explained. All right. Joel Soisson. No, Stephen no Herrick. Heard from I don't Stephen know Herrick if... again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Rufus. Oh, so still our future, too. <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> this movie likes the adjective excellent. <laughs> wow these guys were young huh oh yeah look at all that hair hmm They spell wild and stallions very unusually. No one said they were very smart. Wow. It's a lot like the beginning of Back to the Future. I was just thinking. <laughs> two time travel movies that start with exploding guitar amps. In garages. Yeah. Ah, set in 1988 now. The heady days of 1988. No, they did blow it. They blew the fuse. Well, with great power... Comes time travel. 
God, they totally talk this way. I think he's taken. <laughs> That's exactly my point. This reminds me of the song, There's a Hole in My Bucket, Dear Liza, Dear Liza. <laughs> it was actually based on that. <laughs> Is Wayne's World's Excellent a reference to this excellent? I think this was actually basically how things were in the 1980s. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, so he's Bill. Got it. <laughs> wow he stood up fast you know there's there's a threat there <laughs> why would he ask that question right at the end of class there's no time to discuss the answer it's more of a more of a trivia situation all right I love the 80s hair. It's a strange class. I think it's remedial history. Who's on his shirt? <laughs> I... It's a good salad dressing. Oh, yeah. You figured out the humor of this movie. I think I understand what's going to happen in this movie. They're going to go maybe, back in time I'm to learn say, world history. I'm going to I'm going to say Keanu Reeves find his work. <laughs> well, it's on, boys. They got their work cut out for them. Both of them had really nice t-shirts. I just want to throw that out there. Really great hair, too. Yes. <laughs> See? He's learning already. It's a fancy-looking school, actually. Oh, yeah. California, man. Yeah. Most heinously. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a tough way to get out of a car. I agree. Fortunately, it's a convertible. Right. <laughs> I'm not an idiot, Ted. Hmm. Well, his dad's tough. I guess his dad's a police officer. That must be his car out front. Just carries a gun. <laughs> he was with Lieutenant Hall. He's a sort of an instant oats guy. <laughs> and kind of the exact opposite of a Quaker oats. I didn't remember they had kettle chips in the 1980s. Wow. Yeah. The things you learn. I wish I had kettle chips. Well, so at least now they have motivation. they got to keep the band together. Exactly. That's important. <laughs> well, it's hard to forget Missy's name. Oh, we're back in Geode World. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the special effects, man. Now, if time is always happening and they can travel through time, why did they have to wait for a specific moment to go back in time? You know, time reasons. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Hey, it's a phone booth. Uh, it needs to blend in, you know. <laughs> Thankfully, they weren't coming to 2013. <laughs> 20 cents I can, I cannot tell you how many times I tried in phone booths as a kid to press both those bottom buttons and see if I could actually travel back in time did it ever work? once <laughs> Oh, so George Carlin's going to be like their tour guide? See? <laughs> I've done that. I've totally folded a George Washington dollar bill into a mushroom. I'm just saying. They said Disney World and not Disneyland. Good question. They're in California. Wow. For somebody who's only four years older, Missy's very nice and loving to them. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. An inspiration to men everywhere. No, you've started your band. You'll just never continue your band. 
She's also a terrible chef. I love that little. All the all the sandwiches are burned. <laughs> Which is ironic, because soon they're going to be history. Why is Dad such a bad influence? Because he wants to get it on with his wife. He's got a midlife crisis. Oh, he's totally going to get it on with his... Oh, I'm so sorry, <laughs> Bill and or Ted. I can't remember which is which. <laughs> okay, so Bill's Bill's dad. <laughs> Keanu Reeves never did better than this. That's all I'm saying. I would agree. He is fantastic in this movie. <laughs> video like the, in the go. 80s people are always hanging out at like quickie stops and stuff yes like every movie check out these advanced effects i can't tell if that's a circle k or just a very kosher it place. is in fact a circle k that is relevant <laughs> wow. George Carlin is a revelation in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great line Do I get to see that scene again later in the movie? Yes. Yay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
No better endorsement. <laughs> I appreciate that they're not 100% convinced. Oh no, you do, you got to believe past or future you. <laughs> Don't they have to get in? Okay, few. Yeah, don't forget to close the door. That's the most important part. It's. I'm surprised that no one in the quickie, the the Circle K, has noticed. That was a good play on words, Rufus. You're telling me they didn't have CGI? Well, maybe really crappy CGI. This is how history actually works, by the way. Wow. William. (laughs) (laughs) It's smart enough to know that word. Seriously. Bill talks very well, actually. How'd they miss that at first? Maybe not the best place to be. Are those scenes from another movie? That giant marching army shot? Probably. Then why'd they go there? (laughs) (laughs) But wait, if they're just going to leave... All will be revealed. But I can be confused. You can be confused. Oh, geez, that guy came along for the ride. Wow. I'm worried that he's going to forget to wind his watch. Why, Rufus? Why can't you help him the whole time? They they must learn. I guess. Too easy otherwise. But they're the foundation of society. Clearly. Well, a future society. <clears throat> Ha, <laughs> 
Now, did Rufus know that this guy had come along for the ride? I'm going to guess no. That's what I thought. I thought it was supposed to be Napoleon. But his French didn't seem French enough. (laughs) 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 Kidnapping. Forgot about Deacon. (laughs) (laughs) Napoleon seems like a guy who would like movies. Yeah, he's into parties. They also flunked out of French, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when they play the air guitar and we hear it, do you think they hear it too? Or is that just for our benefit? Oh, I think they hear it. Wow. Ted's dad is a real jerk. He's a hard ass, man. Oh, he's not a loser. He's a little bit of a loser. Okay. Now's your chance. Run. (laughs) (laughs) Also an actual phone. Man, if he goes to get his keys, I hope he doesn't notice the giant phone booth in front of his house. I like that he wears an NRA jacket. (laughs) I don't think I ever noticed that before. Oh my gosh. How can we fail? We've got a time machine. It's true. They're really good friends. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) A very 80s reference. I, um... They're not dealing with my big concern with phone booths, which is that I feel like they would be covered with germs. But I guess this one wouldn't be. It's sanitized right. in the future. For their protection. I love the little, like, it's like the equivalent of the fire tracks from the DeLorean. Right. The little square. Now, I'm, I'm surprised that Dad there wasn't a little bit more concerned by what he just saw. Well, uh, you know. Just some flaming square for a moment. That's fine. <laughs> Sometimes your mind just plays tricks on you. Well, No Time Travels movie is uh, good without at least one defecation scene. I mean, the history, history's a dirty place, Lex. It is. I hope nobody gets confused about what that is. 
They blend. Yep. Practically. Surprisingly good production value in this part. Yeah. I'm impressed. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. A good strategy. Who doesn't? Seems like a fair deal. That part of the deal is less good. I think he stole Crocodile Dundee's hat. (laughs) I'm surprised you only need two guys. Right. Wow. <laughs> that that is, card game did not last long. That escalated quickly. <laughs> this is pretty violent, Bill and Ted. <laughs> Jeez. I can't wait till they remake Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure as like a dark, gritty movie. <laughs> He seemed to even enjoy that. He can. There's really... not even a bar there. That's true. There is no bar there. But those guys can have fun anywhere. I like that about them. <laughs> they are a menace. Yes, let's get and kill them. Whoever they are. You know, the more people they get, 
the tougher it's going to be to fit everybody in that phone booth. This is a real concern. Sorcery! <laughs> Witchcraft! Well, whatever. Back to drinking and carousing, <laughs> well, everybody. It must be Thursday. <laughs> wow, they did get all the way to ancient Greece. I mean, it's a time machine. It's not like a mileage limit. Oh, we didn't see this I don't one know where the Nerf football came from. <laughs> Yeah. I also appreciate this movie tries to go for the, uh, like, actually deal with, like, the language issue. Right. Instead of having everybody speak English. Yeah. Why do they need to look them up? They're right there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had that textbook. <laughs> it's nice that they subtitle all this for us that's it's very very thoughtful i don't think they're really in greece here i'm just saying i don't think they filmed these scenes in greece i'm pretty sure they went to greece come on they wouldn't cut corners Socrates is like really taken aback by these guys. I mean, they are wearing like crazy, crazy shit. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow he really likes them he didn't even need con- i wanted to see them convince him to get in the phone booth but all right i'll allow it we got we got a lot of ground to make up yeah there's a lot of time like- <laughs> I like that everybody's just kind of agreeable to this whole process now. (laughs) It's what I was just saying. Even, even Socrates gets a woe in. Again, I just like that they don't notice the giant castle to their left. <laughs> I must say, they're doing pretty well with the history. They're very quick at identifying stuff. I love the vest. Oh, yeah, it's very styling. I like his purple button-down, too. Are those the princesses he's supposed to say hi to? It's a good guess. I love their playing catch <laughs> in the background. 
That's what I just said. Dude. <laughs> I wish it were a babe report. I did. I may have flunked out of the babe report class. I don't understand how Socrates is stunned every time the Nerf ball comes his way. <laughs> I mean, he's a philosopher, not a physicist. They're already in those suits, huh? <laughs> how? Don't ask questions. I'm impressed that they did it, though. Method acting. I want to know who else is in those suits. <laughs> you can air guitar in anything. That's, that's the great thing about air guitar. You know, if Keanu made this movie today, he probably wouldn't be in the suit, but I bet he is in this suit. Oh, I... Yeah. He wasn't getting paid enough not to be in this suit. I've seen some of the movies they're referencing, sort of. <laughs> Someone could get hurt. Well, they've got the uh, heavy metal on. Wow, this scene went on much longer than I was expecting it to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, spiral staircase is the worst. You can just keep falling down those over and over again. It's the worst thing to fall down in a giant suit of armor. (laughs) I like that he waited until the fall was complete before he went after him. Oh, this movie M-G. just got dark. <laughs> More like dead Theodore Logan. Nice one. Thanks. Excellent. I am pretty worried about uh, Ted. Keanu Reeves was never seen again. <laughs> and if he did get out of that suit in time, I am amazed because there was no time. And how would they have not seen him? And how didn't they hear them sword fighting up above? It was just up one little flight. You have a lot of questions. I don't think you're getting into the sport of this movie. (laughs) That scene wasn't believable to me. Everything else I give 100% credibility to. (laughs) You tell him. Are those pumpkins? Yes. Gourds. It is bogus. This is quite the soliloquy. (laughs) (laughs) You tell him, Bill. Wow. Bill's lasting longer than you might have expected, given his inexperience. <gasps> Ted lives. Oh, chirping birds. <laughs> that joke doesn't age well. 
I forgot about that. Oh, more casual homosexual slander from the eighties. Oh, she does not want to marry her fat old dude. They speak English. I mean, they're England. It's true. That's true. (laughs) That was smooth. They can hear you. (laughs) Did he just rhyme time with time? Yes. No one said they were good at that either. All right. Just checking. Pretty nice uh, bedchamber for like 1500s. It's true. (laughs) Wait, I have an idea. wait to read the wikipedia article with all the historical inaccuracies <laughs> oh they're gonna like iron maiden <laughs> you know kiana started to do the air guitar move too soon did you catch that <laughs> he started stopped and then did it again it's pretty great it's my first time seeing it folks i'm that attentive <laughs> i guess they skipped the iron maiden Oh no, they took the phone booth. Some of that's a lie. Yeah. Not all of it, though. Eyewitness testimony, notoriously unreliable. Especially in the 1500s. I almost just called you Ted, by the way. (laughs) Incidentally, we are renaming the podcast to Lex and Dan's Excellent Adventures. (laughs) I thought it was just going to be not playing with Bill and Ted. Wait, what if it's Socrates? Oh, it's totally Socrates and Billy the Kid. <laughs> he picked up the high fiving thing pretty quick. That's yeah. great. And he knows how to use horses because he's from the Old West. Right. Why don't they just it's get totally in the Totally works. Booth? The phone booth seemed fairly impenetrable before. Just do it. It takes time. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> because it's 1500. Yeah. Uh, I haven't invented roads yet. I'm going to go ahead and guess that this movie doesn't have the no animals were harmed in the making of disclaimer. <laughs> that horse is looking a little arthritic. <laughs> 
<laughs> I enjoy that Socrates spends most of the most of the movie just freaked out. <laughs> He's the only one who says "whoa" more than Bill and Ted. Uh, Rats, we can never get past that piece of wood. An obstacle. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> We're all in this together. That's a problem. <laughs> it's a very polite operator. I hope they don't go to like dinosaur time. Just in the nick of time. I do like the idea that it's the cables of time though. That's cool. They went to the future. In case you didn't understand. There's some questions about causality here, but I'll leave them for another time. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I'm picking up what you're throwing down. I don't think either of those guys ever did anything else, but they are great in this. <laughs> they commit. Ah! Where'd you guys come from? Shouldn't those guys be totally amazed that their leaders are here? They're kind of, they're pretty chill. They are pretty chill. They don't wear their emotions this, also on their this, sleeves. This is my favorite musical track from this this movie. It's very, it's got that, that 90s feel to it. <laughs> You're Bill and Ted, dumbass. <laughs> wow the future is awesome I wish they were and... all dressed a little bit more like Bill and Ted <laughs> I mean it's the future They don't all do air guitar like that, the same way. Yeah, I like that they have like the almost like the picky, pinky extended version of the air guitar, it's like the polite version. Party on, That was pretty good. <laughs> do, do those three wise people float? I am not sure. Is the future I think they might have a kind of a chair. Okay. How can you tell that it's the future? I mean, <laughs> all right. I'll... Can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> See, I find it kind of creepy actually <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So apparently too much time travel can be hard on the eyes. It's rough. But Bill and Ted never wear sunglasses. Whoa. <laughs> Wasn't it kind of late at night already? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yes. I didn't realize ice cream was so old. <laughs> wow. Napoleon, not the Napoleon. cleanest of eaters. He's French. Mm. Well, when in Rome... Pig... Now, is that because I, he's French? Is that why they're doing that? I, n I never wanted to go to this restaurant. <laughs> wow, Napoleon was seriously hungry. He was into ice cream, man. They didn't have a lot of good stuff back then. That's the ring of something. <laughs> hey. Let's make use of our one expletive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're having a pretty good time. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that guy looks a little bit like uh, Bill's dad. <laughs> it's Sigmund Freud. <laughs> I remembered. <laughs> Sometimes Billy the Kid doesn't want to wait around. Shouldn't he say, What are you doing? They're really getting the hang of this thing now. You know, there's a little bit of a learning curve, but. Hey, they're his number one fans. You're welcome. Wham. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I think that's Rutger Howard. No, it just kind of looks like Rutger Howard. He's wearing a pirate shirt. <laughs> he's really committed to playing. He did not stop. He's he's deaf. He's Beethoven. It's true. <laughs> Come on, Socrates. Should have taken the Steinway. I like how they um, saved some money on the effects by not showing the, uh, oh, the you, phone booth yeah, in those shots. You gotta, you gotta conserve. Right. This is an economical movie. Let's just not show it in any of these. They scenes. gotta afford all these great sets. We can just flash some lights, and it'll be like it's landed. 
Is that Noah's wife? Yeah. That's played by Winona Ryder. <laughs> Not Winona Ryder, but kind of looks like Winona Ryder or Rachel Lee Cook. Right. She's Winona Ryder-esque. You know who that is? That's the uh, that girl plays the rhythm guitar for the Go Go's. That's a fact. I Wikipedia her. A true fact. Yeah. Now this guy's living the life. He he can't do it. Where'd they get the Twinkie? I mean, did you travel without Twinkies in the late 1980s? 1863. <laughs> I was right about Abraham Lincoln, everybody. I like they has to put the hat on. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, Genghis Khan is immediately on their team, I guess. He's a tactical weapon. You have to... That's what I'm saying. It's not as loud as it once was. Oh, geez. I wouldn't have even realized that time travel required an antenna. It's analog Got time it. travel. I didn't realize until I think this time through that it's because the knight hits him with the mace morning star thingy. Ah. <laughs> Napoleon was a notorious cheat at bowling. Historical fact. Is he wearing bowling shoes? Bowling alley, bowling alleys really haven't changed that much. I mean, the equipment has changed slightly, but really very similar. Napoleon used to bowl over 200, is all I'm saying. It's a very distinctive style. <laughs> that reminds me of when <laughs> Bill and Ted got sent down the bar. All right, maybe more than one expletive. <laughs> no, you can't ditch him. You're in charge Nobody of watching Napoleon. Napoleon. Napoleon is not used to getting treated like this. Do you know who I am? I speak French, so I can appreciate this. Idiot means idiot, by the way. Do you speak? Do you speak Greek? No, it's Greek to me. You're really missing out on Socrates' lines. <laughs> the facial uh, the facial expressions speak for themselves. Ah, uh, California strip mall. That means deacon in mm, French. Thank you. 
<laughs> a million BC. I guess they packed a lot more than I realized. Well, they're going on a trip. What is that? It's chocolate pudding. That is pretty gnarly. Oh, geez. He was not supposed to do that, by the way. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. The, the Foley work this on that gum scene is pretty great. All right, I'm I've, sure this will all go perfectly smoothly. Yeah, I think it's like the time I resoldered my processor <laughs> with, with bubble gum and chocolate pudding cups. Oh, Ukamagook is here, guys. <laughs> He's got bubble gum. They've totally changed the past. <laughs> They're fitting in the phone booth a little bit better than they were before. They did. I mean, they stacked people more efficiently. <gasps> yeah. But there weren't a bunch of people in there the other time, were they? Go back and look. They actually are. It's just dark in the in the booth. Oh, wow. Really, he didn't have to say that because he was going to do it anyway. Stupid. Or, or would he not have done that? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Duh. How would he possibly know that? Which doesn't really make sense because they also have a time machine. Right. (laughs) It'll never work! She is wearing some serious 80s mom jeans. They're really, they're really good at fake names. Yeah, their improv skills are <laughs> top notch, and they're yes anding each other. 
Ugh. That's pretty Freudian. Oh, God. <laughs> it doesn't actually seem like they're doing this very quickly. Oh, <laughs> also Freudian. Does Beethoven have any idea what he's saying? Nope. He's deaf and German. (laughs) 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 Then Billy rides up on the... (laughs) Broadway, I don't even know that store. How many people have to do a history project in front of the entire school? Right. And if how long are these presentations? And how many kids are doing them? That's a great clock. I think we had that clock. Who didn't? <laughs> Good one. That's a terrible presentation. <laughs> I'd give it a B. I do not remember the new fade Chinese food place. (laughs) (laughs) Can't argue with that. Go back in time. Strip club? <laughs> I was close. It's one of my favorite things in this movie is that I believe the name of the park is Waterloo, which, of course, is the Battle of Napoleon lost. Right. <laughs> Did we get to your favorite time travel moment yet? No, we have not reached it yet. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I hadn't missed it. My God. You can't go down those slides backwards. I, they were a lot more lax in those days. <laughs> where did he where, get this? Where, why? Where did he get this? I assume he was wearing it under his uniform, but like, really? And is that a France pin? He's got well, pin? sure. What is <laughs> What this? is that? Yeah. That lifeguard could be sweeter. <clears throat> That's a huge slide. He's also very small. That's true. Excellent point. And this was before the era of GoPro, so they really had to do this. Also, before the era of GoPros, so someone had to like carry a giant camcorder down this. That's what I just said. You said Velcro. I said GoPro. Oh. Velcro wouldn't make any was, sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know what you were talking about. 
Oh, so he liked it. I get it. He wants to go again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Napoleon. I go first. I get it. I feel like that actor had the most fun of anybody involved with this movie. Are you a water slide fan, Dan? I was never a huge water slide fan. Oh, really? He's befriending no. a lot of little kids now, too. I love the- <laughs> That seems a really dangerous way to go down that water slide. And yet impressive. I wonder if they just hired him for his water slide talents. I'm thinking like six Napoleons died in the making of this film. <laughs> I just like that their prediction was accurate. <laughs> I do not remember this happening at my mall. Yeah, I feel like this is a little bit awkward. Wait, how does he know what's happening? This is terrible. How did he know what was happening just then? I don't know. They don't really stick to the deafness thing. (laughs) That's hard to hear. Quick, quick, act natural. Those are some fancy chairs. (laughs) 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 And he's eating a corn dog now. (laughs) My favorite thing is all the phallic things that Sigmund Freud does in this film. Egghead. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's going to face that guy's wrath. And you know what they'll call it? Genghis's wrath. <laughs> I would hate to be that security guard. Yeah, seriously. I would just say leave that guy alone. I I do not get paid enough for that. <laughs> that seems very un Abraham Lincoln like. Yeah. That wasn't very nice of Joan of Arc. She she got the hang of it. 
But she didn't have to push the other lady away. <laughs> Security guards are once again the enemy, as in Mannequin. Yeah. It's an 80s theme. <laughs> he really mastered these things very quickly. I mean, he conquered most of Asia. Okay, he's got a gun. That's probably worrying. <laughs> Socrates has a cap gun, I believe. <laughs> Beethoven's weapon is his music. Look out, Joan. Man, this one has a lot of security staff working. Historical figures were a real problem in San Dimas. And is Joan going to get in? I mean, not Joan. Is, uh, yeah, Joan. Is Joan going to get in trouble? All she's really doing is leading a workout. I mean, she did kick that, that woman off the, the pedestal. Wow, this mall has a lot more fancy stuff than my mall ever did. Did your mall have an California. ice cream rink? No, I'm afraid not. But... <laughs> And what did Beethoven do wrong? I think the owner was mad at him. He never asked him to stop. This is true. Maybe he did and he didn't hear him. <laughs> Come on, Mom. Uh-oh. <laughs> he talks pretty well for a deaf guy <laughs> not G Nobody writes it down. <laughs> I feel like this guy is no brighter than Bill and Ted. <laughs> but he's a jock, so he gets by, right? Yeah. I knew he was going to say that. (laughs) I knew he was going to say that. I could have said it before he said it. I knew. That's a line. Everybody knows that. I didn't know, though. I didn't know I knew. They've got time. Don't worry about it. They've literally got all the time in the world. Well, except not. What's Napoleon wearing on his face? It's sunblock. That's what I thought. I just wanted to confirm. (laughs) He calls him Ted a lot. Dad, you're a dick. That's what he should have said. Just saying. 
Oh, they had the water thing with the uh, triangle-shaped cone cups. That is the best time travel scene in the history of film. That's awesome. I think Napoleon was trying to put the mo- the moves on Missy. Can you blame him? Yeah. <laughs> that was that guy's one line. He yeah. delivered it perfectly. He was up all night memorizing. If you smoke around me, don't exhale. That's tough. No, don't worry about the rest of the police officers there. Just his dad. The police departments had lower security in those days. It's, I'm impressed that they remembered to do these things. I mean, if your life depended on it. This movie makes nice use of the stereo spectrum, by the way. There's <laughs> <laughs> good timing on the uh, the tape recorder. Yeah. Well, they've, they've seen it, so they know how it should happen. <laughs> exactly. Look, I love the guy with the mohawk. Yeah. I'm not 100% convinced it's a guy. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's going to find that later and be like, what the fuck? Yes. Great. Now this podcast is rated R2. What the heck? It's nice that that jail uses extremely old-fashioned keys. Old-timey jail. <laughs> Are they all going to fit they in the car? They all do adapt pretty ran- pretty pretty readily to the jailbreak scenario. It's true. <laughs> wow, that's really Come on, there's no way he's actually there. Well, if he's here trying to trick me, he must be breaking my prisoners out of prison. How did he get to that jump? I don't get it. (laughs) 
Worst cop in yeah, the world. Yeah, he's pretty incompetent. Trash can. Oh, thank God if it's a station wagon. Nice. <laughs> well done. San Dimas football rules. No, F. no, 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 no. What if they already failed? And adequate. It was nice they let them do it together. Right. Wow. I didn't realize they had a whole stage crew working with them. I guess when you've got a time machine, you can They know theatrics. They're lucky that they were the last reports of the day, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel like they needed the phone booth there. Another school shooting. Yeah. Nobody nobody called the cops on that one. That's not what it means when you put your hands on <laughs> I love the two teachers. I don't think he earned that Esquire. I'm not sure, yeah. I'm not convinced that he's a classically trained lawyer. Unlike Mr. Abraham Lincoln. not a big fan of bill's shirt (laughs) how do they know all these things now they learned on the way but how did so great tell them? They read their history books. All right. <laughs> Philosophizer. Um, almost pulled it off. Oh, they nailed his name. Bill's dad looks like Richard Dreyfus. Yes. This is a long presentation. 
Now, I want to understand, are we to believe that the students and teachers think that they've hired actors to do all this or that they are just totally I, accepting I, that they've traveled through time? I think they're, they're, they're impressed by the content. <laughs> but that doesn't answer my question. No, I have no idea. <laughs> I guess it's up to the viewer to decide. <laughs> Miss Mark. <laughs> they're eating pudding oh, they, oh, they, they brought up pudding for everybody Wow, they learned a lot in this one day. I don't just mean Bill and Ted. I mean like Joan of Arc and friends. <laughs> Napoleon's really picking up on English pretty quickly too, by the way. That was a weird handshake. Was that like an ancient yeah. Grecian handshake just now? Yeah, it's a secret handshake. All right. Now, the uh, Ted's father, the policeman, is a really lousy policeman if he's not rearresting all of these escaped convicts. <laughs> Slash... They're not convicts. They haven't been convicted well, right. yet. These escaped troublemakers, <laughs> miscreants, miscreants, alleged words. miscreants. Good word. <laughs> Good one. happened to Ted's mom? You don't want to know. <laughs> Why'd I ask? That was a UHF reference. You've seen it, so you should have known. Can you guess what it is? <laughs> <laughs> Party on. They didn't see that coming, man. Yeah. Wow. And the lights are ready. <clears throat> oh, even the teacher's clapping. <clears throat> that 
They do a lot of unison speaking, which is very impressive. Even the jocks are applauding. You know, some things really, they cross all the different cliques, interest groups. Like time travel? Yeah. <laughs> this is probably, well, at least they had like the dry ice. Now, I feel like at this point they should recognize that something truly remarkable has happened here. No. Special effects. <laughs> they didn't get any more, though, since those folks had left. I really wanted to see them hide the keys, but I'll allow it. <laughs> it's a voice of responsibility. Screw it. Let's go time traveling instead. Is Eddie Van Halen going to show up? Even better. Rufus? Rufus! Oh, and the princesses. They didn't just pass it, dude. They aced that. Her British accent is not very good. No, it's terrible. <laughs> so Rufus sees all, apparently. How, how, <laughs> how are they already in love? They don't even know you each know. other. It's, it's a, they have a connection. Wow, that's a really it's cool a, album it's cover. It's a CD. It's a CD. <laughs> AKA the future. It was your music. There's quite a paradox happening here. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on with the music. The, the princess is like they have any idea what's happening here. Well, they understand time travel now. Don't forget your CD if you're leaving, dude. All right. Ooh. 1980s guitars. Are they going to say excellent again or whoa this time? 
I love that somebody talked to George Collin and was like, would you like to do this movie? He's like, yes, this movie I will do. <laughs> and he will do it well. Yes. I'm pretty sure we're seeing a guitar playing double. No, it's George Carlin all the way. George thoroughly good Carlin. He's going to be really disappointed when he realizes they don't know what the hell they're doing. The hell? The fell. Hey, that's the title. Well, sort of. (laughs) I just like that they enjoy jamming when they don't know how to play. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) That was a cut right to us. All right. Well, Lex S. Preston Esquire. Yes. You've actually seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure now. Congratulations. Thank you, Dan Daniel Moore. I appreciate that. Uh, How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I I definitely enjoyed it. I think that it was, the tone was exactly what I would have predicted in that it was was a knowingly self-aware stupid comedy. And I tend to enjoy self-aware stupid comedies. Uh, I do agree with you that... um, that Keanu put in a very impressive performance. And I don't mean that, like, ironically. I think that he committed to the role and really did a nice job with it. And I think that the, the other guy did, too. <laughs> but I think... Uh, Poor Alex Winter. Sorry, Alex Winter. <laughs> did he do anything else besides make documentaries? Um, a couple other movies, but I, he never quite achieved the same escape velocity as his compatriot. All right. But, I mean, I thought, I, I thought that those two did a really nice job, and I thought that... Uh, uh, that George Carlin did a nice job. I wished his role was bigger because I enjoyed yes. every minute that he was on screen. Well, George Carlin is a consummate professional no matter where he is. Yeah. And I, it's great that they got him for this movie. His part is small but crucial. I think we can agree. Right. And it's interesting because it is such a big ensemble cast, right? I mean, I don't know who... I, I don't know any of those other actors who play all the historical figures, but I think they all do a pretty good job. Yeah, no, I would say they were all pretty good. They're not asked to do a lot. I'm guessing that Bill S. Preston's, uh, well, the, the actor's next big role was the sequel. <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, and I will say this about the sequel. Uh, you might expect, based on this movie, ah, the, this seems kind of like a one-hit kind of thing, right? Right. The sequel's actually pretty good. In fact, I, I would argue it's underrated. Um, though I have heard a lot of people express their... Uh, their like for it as well. Okay. Uh, I, I'd say it's worth watching. I, I, I actually I actually saw Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey in the theater. Uh, there is some time travel stuff in it, but there's actually it, it goes a little bit more into almost parody realm. But it's actually pretty good. Interesting. Um, well, my, I'm uh, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, if you liked this movie, I think you would probably like Bogus Journey. I, I it's it's go ahead. I was going to say, it's it's one of those things where I would agree. I mean, like, we saw this the whole thing with Mannequin, right? Where they're like, oh, we need to capitalize on the success of Mannequin by making a second Mannequin, which was terrible. <laughs> so we've heard. Neither of us have seen this. So we've heard. I mean, everybody seems to agree on that front. <laughs> really, how could it not be? <laughs> but no, I, I could see how this movie could have a successful sequel. I'm, I'm willing to accept that. And I believe it spawned a cartoon as well. Yeah, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, the TV series, uh, aired from 1990 to 1991, with all the main actors resuming their roles. That is impressive. Uh, at- I remember watching a couple episodes of it, 
but I don't remember that. I mean, I, I guess it wasn't on that long. It sounds like it was only on about a year. Okay, so here's what's weird. is Keanu Reeves was in 13 episodes. Alex Winter was in 13 episodes. And then Evan Richards was in eight, eight episodes also as Bill Preston. So uh, Apparently he got another job. Yeah. So, but and George Carlin uh, resumed the role of Rufus for the cartoon as well. So, I mean, what else was he doing? I'll, yeah, I'll have to look that one up. But yeah, I um, I, I really liked it. So, I think that for whatever reason, Back to the Future has established its place in the time travel movie pantheon, and that's sort of what you judge many time travel things against. And for a movie that was released very close to when the original. Uh, mm-hmm. Back to the Future came out, I feel like Bill and Ted's really carved out its own take and its own reason to exist as a time travel comedy, which I, I think is to its credit. It doesn't feel and, in any way derivative. In fact, it comes out, I think it probably comes out around the same time as Back to the Future 3, which I believe came out in 89 as well. Yeah. So they are contemporaries. Um, so interestingly I'm, I'm reading at the wikipedia page in earlier drafts of the script rufus was 28 years old and historical figures that bill and Te- ted plucked from history including included charlemagne who they refer to as charlie mangay <laughs> babe ruth and a non-famous medieval person called john the surf john is listed in the credits originally the time machine was to be a 1969 chevrolet van but the idea was abandoned as being too close in the concept to the delorean used in back to the future instead despite these similarities to doctor who's time machine the tardis the time machine was styled after a 1960s American telephone booth. So I just realized I didn't. I can't say I recognized him from this role, but it's a role that I do remember. Uh, the, um, the Terry Camilleri, who played Napoleon, mm-hmm. uh, Emperor Napoleon the First, was also in the movie The Truman Show as oh, Man really? in Bathtub, and I absolutely ah. know exactly who Man in Bathtub ah. is in The Truman Show because you see him on occasion watching the truman show like you see him watching the show within the movie and i oh yeah yeah okay i recall that that's uh that's very very you odd can google for his image and see him and there he is and it's totally napoleon in the bathtub watching truman <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> well i mean all these guys had to have their their time to you know do something i guess right, right? like they're all actors they're working actors right. I, I, I have no problem with his having done the truman show scene um he does a lot of scenes a lot of movies where he doesn't really speak any english words i guess <laughs> but, but i don't know i uh, so here's what i i i really liked that the movie a accepted that time travel could be a powerful essentially omnipotent tool for its characters and mm-hmm. At the same time, because it wouldn't have served the movie, did not get hung up on any of the paradoxes of time travel or the problems that their shenanigans created, the bubblegum for the cavemen, etc. Well, it wouldn't have been, I mean, in the spirit of the movie, right? I think that's what it comes down to is Back to the Future for all its credits. And I, I love Back to the Future, as I know you do. Mm-hmm. Um, it It's much more, I won't say a drama, but it definitely plays with the idea of time travel for telling sort of a dramatic story, whereas this is an out-and-out comedy. Yes. Um, and I think that it goes with that tone and decides, you know, we're just going to run with it. We're going to, it's all going to be tongue-in-cheek. Um, it, to me, the thing that's surprising about this is that I feel like the jokes still land. I'm not sure they're all great jokes, but, uh, you know, the sensibilities of it, seem to remain constant maybe i I wonder what if if it would be as funny to someone who had not lived through that era (laughs) yeah i mean you have to appreciate that the 
the voices they're doing aren't totally fake. <laughs> you have to appreciate that their characters are somewhat believable for their era. I mean, caricatures of their era, but still believable for it. Right. Uh, but, uh, no, I mean, I think it's funny. Honestly, I think the totally inappropriate joke that we referenced, the homophobic joke in the middle of the movie, was pretty funny. <laughs> I, was it middle of the movie? Yeah, where they it was. Yes, they, yes, when they're in England, they hug it out and then immediately distance themselves. <laughs> I don't know. Although you couldn't make that joke. Uh, today, also of it was of the time, I think in some ways, in, in as we discussed with Mannequin, with these sort of casual uh, <laughs> homophobia, it's like, well, I mean, what are you going to do about that? It's 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 of its it's of its era. Uh, you know, it's clearly about the fact that they're uncomfortable with it, right? Yes. I think if you made that movie today, you know, that that would not really work. I had totally forgotten that scene entirely. And sure, I'm not even sure I registered as a kid. Right. Now, I will say that um, I don't feel great about the career of uh, the man who played Genghis Khan. Uh, The actor's name is Al Leong. And I was just looking at some of his other credits. I I, I happen to have that open as well. On the A-team, he played Thug at Boat, Chow's Henchman, and Asian-looking Thug. Uh, all great roles, I'm sure. He was in both Lethal Weapon as Endo, villainous torturer slash band director, <laughs> and in Lethal Weapon 4 as Nameless. He was he was in several movies that we have focused on. He was in Die Hard as Uli. Oh, yeah! Oh, I can totally... Yeah, he's one of the, I, he's one of the terrorists. I remember him well because he's like the one Asian guy... In the group of mostly German right. thug and Russian thugs. And he's, he, although he is not in Beverly Hills Cop, he is in Beverly Hills Cop 3. So I saw that as well. He's got that yeah. going for him. That's pretty good. Lots of thugs. Right. Lots of villains. But uh, I don't know. I, so, yes. I will say that this movie is uh, – I would give it uh, a, a Lex Friedman seal of approval. I can't swear. So, Beverly Hills Cop, I don't feel like was consistently funny throughout. Or at least the comedy mm-hmm. didn't hold up as well. Correct. Yeah, I agree. Die Hard, I think, was still overall the more entertaining movie. If I was going to watch one of these movies again, I liked them both a lot between Die Hard and Bill and Ted's. But I, I can't say for sure that I 100% agree with your assessment. This is my favorite. I think it's a very okay. close competition with Die Hard. I, I would argue Die Hard is a better movie, um, just in terms of the way that it's constructed. I think it's, <laughs> Two very it's, similar it's got films. a little more going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I think this one is is solid, and as a cult movie, I, I think that it's definitely it's definitely up there. It is. I'm not a huge fan of just out and out comedies most of the time, but this one definitely makes my list in terms of you know films that feature more than anything else on the comedic side. Right. Uh, it reminds. In fact, I think it, you know it has to do with that same sort of thing that you were talking about the sort of knowing stupid comedies. Yes. Because I would put this in a category with something like uh, Zoolander, which also is a knowing stupid comedy that I enjoy. Okay. Okay, I'm with you. I feel that way actually about many Ben Stiller movies. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I, I really like this. I thought it was well done and surprisingly well acted. I think that for no real reason that I, I kind of expect... Actually, re- the reason is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I expected that the performances would be phoned in. And I don't feel like they were. I feel like everybody committed to making this movie as ridiculous as it was, which I appreciated. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is... I mean, so this is 1989. I think Point Break comes earlier. I want to say 1986 or something, um, but uh, I'm looking to see. 1991 is Point Break. Oh, was it later? Really? Yeah. Okay, that's I, a swing I'm and incorrect. a miss. Then in this, in that fact, this may be one of his break breakthrough roles. I think I'm looking at his earlier ones and just seeing the only thing I recognize. I guess he was in Babes in Toyland in 1986, <laughs> and uh, 
Dangerous Liaisons, which I know was was a, a somewhat bigger movie, although I think he was probably playing a secondary part. But I think this probably put him in the... Uh, yeah, he was also in Parenthood in 1989. Wow. Um, so, yes, the original Steve Martin version. Right. I think he plays the uh, boyfriend of one of the daughters. That sounds right, yes. Yeah. So, I, I mean, he had. I think he had a good year in 1989, and that kind of loaded him into popular culture because then he goes on to Point Break and My Own Private Idaho, now, do you, and then he's kind of a hot commodity in the, in the early 90s, right? Now, do you believe that, it's, that this movie le- led to Keanu's, if not being typecast, then at least being you know societally typecast, or do you think that it was just the part he was born to play, or do you think it's just unfair? Like, <laughs> how would you, what's your analysis there? Because to me... I think there's probably a mix of both. Yeah. Go ahead. Explain be- further. Because Well, I mean, I think that Keanu Reeves, uh, who I think is, he's kind of in that Tom Cruise vein where it's like, he doesn't have a lot of range, but if you put him in a certain type of role, he is perfectly serviceable in that type of role. But I don't, I feel that the movies where they've asked him to stretch more, I'm thinking, I was looking over his list, I'm thinking of the uh, the Kenneth Branagh version of Much Ado About Nothing, which, in which he plays the villain, Don John. He is the weakest link in a movie that otherwise has a pretty good, solid cast, to my mind. And I think that's because that might be a little bit beyond what he is best at. But if you put him in something like this, or I would say the other movie that I enjoy him in is The Matrix, even though that movie is flawed in many ways. But I, I like that movie, and I think he does a good job because that role is sort of tuned to the kind of thing he does well. Right. So I think there's some of both of that, that he both got typecast because of this. But in that might be the best thing for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because for me, you know, seeing this movie now, years after I've seen every other Keanu Reeves thing, um, it seems exactly in keeping with his his character as I understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I thought he, you know, I, I do feel like he was acting. I've seen speed. I know the man has range. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I was impressed. I liked it. Thank you for selecting the movie. Well, I'm glad that you, uh, you enjoyed it. And I'm glad to be able to share with you my favorite scene in time travel movies where they talk about all the things they're going to do later, yeah. and thus it ripples backwards in time. The keys thing, I don't know. I just, I love that It scene. was pretty great. We go back in the future and put our keys here. Whoa! Now, you say you don't like, uh, you generally don't love stupid comedies. So I hear that, and my first thought is, well, I should make him suffer through a stupid comedy then. So I'm thinking, <laughs> like, is it History of the World? Is it National Lampoon's Vacation? Uh, Young Einstein? But what I think I'm going to do... I don't know. I, so I'm torn right now between something like, I guess I want to keep it in the 80s. Okay. So I want to do, I think I am going to have you subject you to National Lampoon's Vacation, which is an excellent comedy. Wow. That's uh, Chevy Chase, That's right? That's correct. And okay. you've never seen any of the Griswold National Lampoon Vacation films. And I feel like it's a good time for you to start. So that's what okay. you have to look forward to. All right. I'm 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 looking forward to that then. And I will... Uh... I hope to enjoy it as much as you seem to have enjoyed this. Well, thank you. And thanks to the dear listeners for joining us for another edition of Not Playing with Lex and Dan. We'll see you next time. Bye. And this was before the era of GoPro, so they really had to do this.
also before the era of GoPros. So someone had to like carry a giant camcorder down this. That's what I just said. You said Velcro. I said GoPro. Oh. Velcro wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs>